Hey guys, welcome to Rediscover You. I'm your host, M. Swain. And if you landed here today, it is 111% not an accident. It means you're ready to fall back in love with life and rediscover you. This juicy little podcast is here to tell you about my authentic story of how I awakened and to give you the full spectrum of a journey to self-rediscovery. My heart's desire is to give you access to the rather wild journey life has taken me on, plus to give you insights into all the tools, processing, and the holistic approach to healing I have discovered, which I know will help you begin to fall madly in love with life too. So let's get started. Today I'm going to be discussing abundance. And more importantly, abundance blocks and how I've begun to shift mine. Honestly, life never ceases to blow my mind. And I am just so effing excited to share with you the steps I have taken to moving my own intrinsic blocks and how fast life has begun to move. I'm talking like less than 24 hours kind of speed. This is part one, and I'll be telling you how I applied two out of the five steps we need to take to clear abundance blocks. My next podcast, I'll be sharing the other three steps and some of the amazing things that have happened since. In the past few months, I have really come to the realization that I have been blocked. I haven't been seeing my spiritual signs. I haven't felt excitement for much. I hardly dance, self-pleasure feels more like a chore than an embodiment of joy, and although I've been keeping faith, I felt, well, stagnant. Have you ever felt like that before? Like you were going super well and then it just gets like flat. Maybe with a side of overwhelmed, cancelled plans and general disarray. Well, that's been my life, guys. Anyways. I decided this week I needed to do something. And this is what I did. First up, I revamped my daily routine. The way we plan and run our day today is the way the flow of life can move for us and through us. I have such a beautiful routine, but let me tell you, honesty here, I haven't been really that committed recently. Off bedtimes, some snacking, I stopped my morning prayer and energy healing work for myself, I stopped yoga, I found myself on my phone a lot, making a lot of to-do lists and feeling mentally exhausted at the thought of it all. So I decided to get back on track. Every morning for the past week now, I am back to energetically clearing and holding space for my day. I do energy healing on myself and I EFT tap into myself my daily mantra and prayer. Evenings, no more phone after nine, and I have been doing 30 minutes of yoga, amongst other things, but these have been the core shifts for the past week. I started to feel a lot lighter in my body over this week, and in the last two days, I've been learning a lot about myself. Almost as if life had brought me people and situations which perfectly mirrored to me how to actually shift my energy and fall back into the flow. Side note, that is how life works. So what have I learned? I learned about human design. Thanks, become, 
And I discovered I'm a generator. So basically, my strength is commenting on hot topics, and particularly ones that excite me and give me pleasure. I'm governed by my solar plexus, which means I need to focus on things that give me a sense of self and also clear out the ways things really seem to limit my sense of self. So what is a hot topic at the moment, which I have limiting beliefs around, that also brings me a lot of joy and pleasure? Incoming abundance. And more importantly, abundance blocks. Now, let me tell you this much. I didn't ask for this topic to smash into my mental orbit, but I guess after doing some energy clearing this morning, learning about my human design last night, and then overhearing a phone call of my boss where she said she was going to pay our new mate 17 pounds an hour, it hit me. Let me explain. I am about to shift being a full-time live-in carer to doing my online coaching full-time. It's a massive faith step for me. And the thing that's been really hitting me hard is, how the heavens will I provide for myself? I really believed that if I moved to Bali, that would be my answer. I believed the environment, the affordable living, the community, and just my own deep calling there would really be the perfect cocktail to clear out my abundance block, allow me to settle, and then to really live in my Dharma work without stressing about money. But guess what? Bali has closed their borders to UK and South African passport holders. I happen to have two passports, a UK and a South African one. So I have effectively quit my job as a carer, and in three weeks I have no job, no home to live in, and no clients booked. I also have no game plan, as Bali was it, and it's not happening. I can feel my fears about money crashing in all around me. How will I book a client? Am I good enough to even charge? How do you even get people to pay you? I've been doing my coaching for over a year now, just by the by, but I have never charged. I guess I should have seen that as a massive red sign on my intrinsic abundance block, but it's only really recently sunk in. I just suck at asking people for money or even knowing my worth. To it, today, it really smashed me because our maid here in London has been ill for the past 18 months, meaning I have not only been a full-time carer, cook, and physio for my boss, I've also been her full-time cleaner too. I clean this house every week for at least five hours. It's a three-story, five-bedroom, three-bathroom, two-drawing-room, and one large kitchen kind of house. It's cozy, but trust me, it's big. I've never once asked my boss for money, despite the fact that she was still paying our other maid who hasn't been here. So effectively, I've been doing tons of extra work with no compensation whatsoever. A few months ago, I had a bit of a snapping point, and I emailed her requesting that she at least buys me some oat milk, as on top of doing all my work, I was still buying myself my vegan products, as she isn't vegan. She consented and got me half of what I asked for. Then I requested all the oat milk. And she reluctantly said, okay, after a few more questions, but I got my oat milk. Anyway, today, as I heard that the new maid was going to be charging £17 an hour, my heart just sank. Not because I want that money, but because of my own limiting self-beliefs that hold me in so much mental fear, it took me over a year to muster the courage to ask for fucking oat milk. 
With Bali visas blocked, no clients, and now this blaring abundance block smashing me in the face, I know it's the universe telling me a strong message, which goes something along the lines of, babe, you need to energetically clear and heal your abundance block so that you can receive all I have in store for you. Abundance works that way. It's an energy. The only person who blocks our own flow and our ability to receive from flow is, well, us, our minds, our unconscious conditioning, our fears, our limiting beliefs. So I came running upstairs and did what all energy healers and coaches do. I Googled. (laughs) I Googled how to energetically clear an abundance block. Thank the heavens Google is connected to other healers and those who have walked this path and are shining their lights. Of course, my all-time hero, Gabby B, popped up. And as always, she gave some stellar tips on how to heal abundance blocks. I sat down soaking in every sentence. And then in true Emma form, I made a summary of everything I read and put it into a to-do list, which I want to share with you guys. My list goes as follows. Step one. Witness your blocks and choose again. Shift your focus onto abundance. Stop looking at what you want and focus on what you have. Gratitude is the biggest expander. Step two, respect your money. Energy is a currency. So for the sake of your finance and the economy, clean up your wallet, clean up your files, and start to clear the energetic connection to your abundance. If your wallet is beaten up or overstuffed or you don't like it, then clean it up and get a new one. Not only will your new clean wallet energetically support you, but it will also make a statement to the universe that you're ready to receive. Step three, want more for others. Wanting more for others puts us into an energy of abundance because it feels good to want others to feel good. The practice of wishing for others to receive expands your own ability to receive. And this feeling of abundance will help you attract what you want. When you genuinely want others to be abundant, the universe will respond in kind. Step four, practice the prosperity game written by Abraham Hicks. I will detail this below because trust me, your homegirl has been playing it already. And step five, say a prayer. Your prayer for abundance should go, thank you, universe for helping me reinterpret my relationship to money. I know my lacking thoughts are based on fear, and I'm ready to release them now. I welcome new and creative abundance, and I will pay attention to the guidance I receive. I am free from my financial fear. I am abundant. I just love step-by-steps, and what I love even more is applying them. I always like to use myself as a human example for how fast healing, life, and alignment works. So this is my new intention and goal, to apply the five steps of clearing my abundance block and watch as life begins to flow in abundance for me. To keep on track, I'm going to write updates and another journal piece to consistently document my gratitude lessons, growth, and manifestations. This is literally how living in faith works. You magnetize your blocks, you allow them, and then you find them in your body and you begin to surrender and act in faith. As you keep the cycle moving, you elevate, you heal, 
you realign, you ascend. Okay, so here we go. Fear to faith, baby. It's day one. So I've officially begun my abundance block clearing, and I'm on step one, which is witness your blocks and choose again. I realized my biggest block to abundance falls under the number one block that Gabby spoke about, a lack mentality. As Gabby said, the first big block to our abundance is a lack mentality. You may believe that you will never have enough, or you'll never be enough, or that there's too much lack in this world. People who languish in this lack mentality are convinced they'll never achieve abundance. They're constantly struggling to feel secure. If you carry a belief system of lack, that's okay. Just look at this lack mentality without judgment. This is me. I can just never fathom why anyone would actually pay me money. It's weird because I know my worth. I love to work and I am such a hard worker. As an upholder in personality, I live for boundaries and high expectations from myself and from others. I achieve an incredible amount of work on my own personal life and for the lives of the humans I come into my orbit. I have watched as my life has been a light to so many others. I've watched how my energy has brought others awakenings, healing, and transformation. I've watched how my perspective and insights have been able to help others realign and fall into love with life again. I know my gifting, my purpose, and the effectiveness of it. Yet I just struggle to believe people will pay me. I have a stable job. And even in that, I once to send an invoice and always do it 9 p.m. at night so I don't have to see my boss when she receives it. It's so weird because the way I express love is through gifts. I give a lot. I give freely and I love giving. It, like, it really brings me the most joy giving people meaningful gifts, cards, flowers, and experiences. And I'm very generous with my giving too. And it's never to get credit. It's just because I love it. Yet, when it comes to being paid for my actual hard-earned money, which I really do deserve because I put in a fuck ton of effort, I just get tightened. Okay, side note. As I'm typing this, I had two people send me messages thanking me for gifts I sent them. <laughs> Wild. Anyway, so in following step one, I recognize all the times I have blocked abundance with my own fears and mental beliefs, conscious and unconscious, around receiving. And I forgive myself. I cannot change who I've been, but I can love and accept myself completely for who I am now and begin to choose again. I choose to receive what is mine to receive. I choose to ask for and request money which is owed to me. I choose to open and without fear discuss with others payments I feel I deserve to be paid for that have been unpaid. I choose to trust the work I do is bringing life and it is a magnet for abundance. The part two to step one is shift your focus onto abundance. So basically, stop looking at what I want and start focusing on what I have. Gratitude is the biggest expander, and I have a lot, and I do this a lot. I am so 
grateful for my life, my home, the healing that's happened to me, the clients I've connected with, the clients who have noticed me. I'm so grateful for my inner state of seeking healing, of finding joy, of shining my light. I'm grateful for everything that's happened because it has led me to where I am now. And this version of me is expanding into new heights and depths. I am grateful for where I am and I'm excited for where I'm going. On to step two, respect your money. As Gabby says, energy is currency. So for the sake of your finance and the economy, clean up your wallet, clean up your files and start to clear the energetic connection to your abundance. To be very honest, I've been wanting to get a new little purse for a while. I bought my last one at the Harrod shop at Heathrow at the end of 2019. It's been through a lot with me and it's got pen stains on it and it's not really in alignment with who I am now. I love it, but I could upgrade it. As for my money files, I have my tax saved for this year and all my payments up to date. However, I need to begin a new filing system for the random incomes I'll be getting with new clients. Faith statement. I have different accounts, so I think it's best is to create a little file on my laptop with individual folders and begin to put all the payments I have received and will receive into those folders. So when the tax year comes, it will be easy to distinguish and add up my tax and income. Okay, on it. Pause as I went and began to do my filing. (laughs) I have just finished doing my new files for my accounts and all the rest. It felt stressful at first, but I officially have all my money tracked down, a new WhatsApp group with myself opened, and files on my computer set up. It's crazy, but just having set places up to put all my invoices and payments and dates in has already helped me to see how much abundance is flowing. I know I asked a low price for my first paid offering, but I put in a lot of work for my clients, and I've already been paid to work with seven different ones. How incredible is that? I'm just so overwhelmed already at the beautiful prospects. Seeing their names and payments all together in a list is just such a special moment. Like, yes, not only is it possible, it's already happening. And it's so good. Okay, so that's it for today's podcast. But tomorrow, I will be sharing the next three steps and all the goodness. Guys, honestly, life never fails to amaze me. In just a day, it's like darkness to light. Stay tuned and enjoy. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to rediscovering you. And I am so, so proud of you. If you want to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any. If you're feeling that, oh my God, um, yes, I am so ready to rediscover myself and fall back in love with life, then babe, let's do this thing called life together. Head over to my website, mswain.com, and book an appointment to begin your juicy, beautiful journey of rediscovery today. And then... Come over and join my ever-growing community on Instagram by following me at at mswain underscore coaching. I can't wait to connect. Until then, chat soon.